Welcome back to the Good Blog Method podcast. Ooh. It's been a while. Um, I'm your co-host Sam Newton, and beside me is the great Mel Neil King. Red um, Neil, Red, Red Rona. Um, yeah, we're bringing the Good Blog Method podcast back to fruition after a short hiatus, if you like. Um, although it's important to to get the podcast up and going again. Yeah. Um, some stuff's happened, obviously, yeah. since the last <laughs> time we did one. Yeah, definitely. For everybody. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think it's important, like, you know, we want to connect with ourselves, but also want to connect with you guys too. So yeah, for sure. Um, There's a great platform to do it. So we thought, right, well, let's, let's do a weekly podcast again, because it got well received the first time around. Yeah. Um, I think we just need to, to maintain a little bit of continuity yeah. with it. Um, but yeah, we're back. Weekly podcast coming at you. So today's episode is just general general chats really about what's been going on. Yeah. Um, COVID conversations, yep. I like to call it, COVID chats. I like it. Um, you know, how you know how we've been dealing with the transition, if you like, you know, being gym gym owners to um, you know what's been happening in our own personal lives, how we've sort of been um, dealing with it ourselves yep. as well. And how the transition has sort of gone from being like you know, daily established gym mm-hmm. operating and all of a sudden just flipped in 24 hours. Yeah, pretty much. You know? so I mean, like, I was, yeah. uh, it was Sunday when we all found out mm. and um, I started getting, I was out for dinner actually, like, mm. I can't remember where I was, I was probably at Piggy and I uh, started getting text messages from people like, have yeah. you heard, have you heard, I definitely was at Piggy now. Yeah. Um, Tara was messaging me Shock. saying, uh, <laughs> gym's got to close by lunchtime tomorrow. Um, and I was like, oh, whatever, like, we'll see what what happens. And that was my attitude of like, oh, mm. they said we were going to close and this, that and the other. And I was a bit like, yeah, whatever, we'll see, yeah. we'll see what happens. Um, and then I checked the news and it was like, yeah, we're closed. We're, we're going to close. Um, what were your sort of first uh, thoughts and feelings? Well, I'd, I'd worked out on the Saturday morning. Mm with the crew yeah that's right um and which was a great session and obviously we were trying to put all the precautions and stuff in place to keep the place open and everybody safe and whatnot and i think we had a, we had a chat on the gym floor yeah it's like you know for the safety of myself and my family and yeah. um you know with a newborn on the way at the time yeah paint the picture on yeah. that monday mm-hmm. your baby was due on the Monday, yeah, yeah. On that Monday. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we... we just the day we closed. Correct. Yeah. So, on the Saturday, you trained and it was like agreed upon that, I mean, your baby's due on Monday, mm. so sweet, you don't come into work anymore because yeah. that's sort of like your leave. Yeah, that was it. It was just, um, I was on maternity leave then, yeah. And yeah, yeah, so it all kicked off on the Monday. Mm. Um, well, we got told on the Sunday, Sunday afternoon night. that yeah. like the... The federal government had said, right, all gyms have got closed by 12 o'clock on the Monday morning. Yep. And we were sort of like predicting that, like, you know, it might not be till the Wednesday or the Thursday that week. Yeah. And we already had some plans in place that we were going to try and move people to like online programming. Yeah. Um, but it just happened really quickly. Correct. Um, thank God we like did some preparation by the week before a little bit. Too. Yeah. And really. probably shout out to Shane. Yeah. From, um, say a consultancy as well sure. he's um dealing with people in america in ireland all over the world as a sort of business consultant for fitness professionals yeah and he had basically said two weeks prior like you will close like get ready mm. for closing like you will close yeah um, 
and it, it wasn't really a thing two weeks prior to that Monday. We were like, um, we might, we might not. He was like, trust me, you will. So yeah. we had from that day forward, from two weeks prior, sort of some as best we can, I guess, mentally prepared that we were going to close. And yeah, getting the gym ready to close. Yeah, huge shout out to Shane, to be honest. Like, yeah, massive. Given as the heads up. Because he had like the, the, the foresight of it, that it having happen. experienced what happened in Ireland mm-hmm. and Europe and everywhere else, and it was just we were next. Yeah. So, so props to Shane. Um, yeah, next step, we uh, basically emptied the gym yeah. on the Monday. <laughs> yeah. So we found out we had to close. That was at lunchtime. So we had two classes to run. Mm. We had a 6 a.m. and a 10 a.m. Um, obviously, that was a pretty good turnout to those sessions because mm. people realized that what was going on. And then we were like handing out equipment basically to our members to yeah. say, get, take something. Yeah, so people were taking a set of dumbbells and skipping rope and then that mm. mat. Some were taking a barbell and a set of plates. And mm. people were just taking little bits here and there. And we ended up divvying it out so that everyone has something. Yeah. Um, which was huge. Um, everyone's got some piece of Athlete X at home, which is, yeah. which is cool yeah. to think, right? It's, I know for me, like walking in the gym, it's hard because yeah. it's, it's empty. Yeah. Um, so I walk in and the fucking mats are up and it's like, this yeah. is a weird place. Took a, the, uh, the saying was it took four years to build and four hours to break down. Pretty much, yeah. I saw yeah. you post that. Yeah. yeah. So it was challenging to see that happen, but it's good to see that the gym is yeah. in, like, it, the gym, the gym equipment is in the hands of the members. Yeah. Which is epic to think about. There was a slice of athlete yeah, spread across Perth. Yeah, everywhere. pretty much. Scattered everywhere, which From is good. South to north, it's all over. And it's really good to rely in a position to be able to do that as well. Yeah. Like they're like the, you know. Absolutely. At the, at the flip of a switch. Yeah. You know, like be able to provide that. Well, even the 6am has got to take home stuff. They, yeah. Everyone took equipment, so it was good. As heartbreaking as it is seeing our gym, you know, pretty much empty. Yeah. Um, apart from all the flooring that's there, but... I'm glad that our members have got gear to work with and Absolutely. You know, to work on their health and fitness. Um, so fast forward a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. I think. Well, we decided to like, we wanted to be able to like provide um, some form of sessions for our people. Yeah. Um, so we went down the route of, you know, upon the recommendation of Shane as well, yeah. was to like, right, okay, let's do the Zoom sessions, mm-hmm. um, which initially was like, a good idea for us to like try and connect with our members and yeah. offer them some form of training which was and to connect coach right? yeah yeah they get to yeah. see a see a coach and yeah. someone's watching them and that sort of stuff so yes yeah. that was the thought process behind the zooms yeah i think more than anything else like the the connection yeah is a big thing for yeah. us like we're, we're a gym that's built on connection yeah massive. Um, yes we train like and you know, we pride ourselves on our coaching too. Um, but like more than anything, it's about connecting yeah. um, daily. Yeah. And that's what us as coaches and as people um, and members of our own gym, if you like, um, miss the most. Absolutely. Um, but like, I mean, to, to add to that as well, it's like, you know, I mean, the Zoom calls themselves as a coach and like, it'd be interesting to hear from other coaches in Perth too as well. Mm-hmm. Like, how are they handling it? Because I know that, like, it was quite challenging for yourself yeah. and even for me to a certain extent. Well, I didn't do as much as you because I was on maternity leave. Yeah. But, like, 
you know, taking the Zoom classes and going, you know, going from one extreme to another. Yeah. And like the impact that it had on you. Yeah. Trying to deliver a class through a screen. Yeah. Like. I mean, I can speak a bit on it. Like, yeah. If you I basically want, if you... went from being in the gym every day, mm. like, um, to trying to deliver classes every day um, via my laptop in in my garage. Mm. Um, and at the start, it was fine. It was good, and I was coaching and it was just a new challenge and I was, I was doing it fine and and then about sort of a week and a half in to two weeks in I guess I uh, I was like super flat low energy I'd have to like the moment the zoom call finished I walked inside and like fell asleep on the couch like straight away like I was um they were like really draining so yeah. I found them because they weren't like they weren't two-way um, communication it was like me just talking at the screen or the webcam, um, everyone on mute, and like that's that's what it was, right? Like that's how the Zoom was working, and I was I was smoked. Like come lunchtime after doing one in the morning and doing PTs as well. Yeah, I was just absolutely shattered, and I was like, why why is this happening? It's only one class, and I just sat down and I spoke spoke to you a few times, and and it was the the lack of connection for me, like. Yeah. I, I wasn't talking to anyone like mm. I was just talking to myself and that was like that was like harming my own soul yeah to be honest your like, own yeah. identity your own yeah, yeah like I didn't get into owning the gym to just talk to a monitor yeah um, well you didn't it's hard because you don't really want to be the type of coach that's like just counting reps yeah you know what I mean? Not, like, yeah. like that. And you, do, you didn't really get into that no. to become that type of coach. No. Um, like, truly the type of coach, yeah. in a way. Which is one part of it, yeah. offering encouragement and everything. But Absolutely. But the style, your style, yeah. our style, is to be a bit more connecting. Yep. Um, so I think, I think that's kind of like refreshing as well, like yeah. a way to like talk about your struggles with it. Yeah, I just... Because I mean, I remember I had a phone call with you in the yeah. in the morning of yeah. uh, Thursday morning, I think it was. Yeah. And um, I said to you like, "Look, these are getting like really hard for me. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm I'm struggling to get up for these, and I'm they're, they're challenging." Um, and then that session, that like straight after, mm -hmm. like no one was on the Zoom, and I was like, "Fuck this!" Like, I'm, I'm yeah. done. Like, yeah. That was like. The world's little sign to me whether it was right or wrong yeah, it was yeah. like the little signal to me that like yeah this i gotta stop this i gotta stop doing this if 10 yeah. people rocked up to that yeah. zoom and yeah. they were all pumped and we had like a good yeah, session yeah. it probably wouldn't have happened like that but for no one to to turn up to that session where i had previously been getting like lots of people to it to me i was like that's yeah that's just enough of a sign that i need yeah that um pulling the pin on these things because um, I've got to find other ways that I can help yeah. these people that doesn't hurt me because yeah. it was hurting me. I think by being open about it to you as well, like it's, um, it, I mean, it's quite refreshing because like there's other coaches out there, yeah, uh, fitness professionals, yep. um, people who are in dance academies and that type of thing who yep. are doing the same thing. Yeah. And it is a hard slog. Yeah. Um, Keep going. Yeah. Right. But the main the main thing with all this is to like look after yourself as well. Yeah. You know, my, to a certain degree. My yeah. my 
My reasoning behind not doing the Zooms was that I don't want to get out the back end of this and if it's two months, three months, six months yeah. and resent coaching and hate coaching because yeah. like that's the way I was feeling at the end yeah. of the sessions because I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was coaching through connecting with people. Yeah. I was just standing in my garage doing the movements, like working out. It was like by myself. I was like, this isn't what I... This isn't yeah. how I see myself for yeah. my future. Yeah, yeah. And because it was hurting, I was worried that when I when we do go back into the gym, I'm not going to enjoy it now. Mm. And I love it. So I don't want to do something that's going to harm me when I get back into the gym. Because I think when we get back in is when people are going to need us even more. Yeah. Because it's going to be different again, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Who knows what it's going to look like when it happens. But yeah, that was my sort of thought process. I need to save myself for when I need yeah. that. What advice would you give to somebody in a similar position, maybe as a coach or who's trying to do the sessions online? Yeah. Like, you know, is there something that you could give them? I think it, for me, it's like, you, I know I struggle with this, like looking yeah. after yourself is yeah. hard for me um, because naturally I'm a bit of a helper hmm. of other people, which most, a lot of coaches probably can relate to. Yeah. Um, my thought process is that you do need to help yourself first and if in the long term this isn't good for you like delivering these type of sessions like there are other ways to deliver value to people that aren't in a group zoom call mm. scenario right um the one-on-one -on -one interactions i have through the phone they're much more energizing for me because i'm conversing with the person yeah, right yeah, yeah. i have a I have one-on-one -on -one PTs that I deliver via like FaceTime and I have some two-on-ones and three-on-ones that are like, mm. the, they're open conversation. They're not like, they don't kill me and crush me like the big ones were. Yeah. Um, so that would be my thing. If you can, if it's possible, if the big ones are really like challenging, yeah. try a smaller group and try to keep it open conversation yeah, yeah. and maybe set some boundaries, set some rules when it comes to sort of the microphone and, and talking right say okay cool like it's open conversation but can you make sure there's no background noise so that we can keep talking to each other yeah and just little things like that like use the technology in a way that best suits the person and the person training so that they both get something out of it because it it is a two-way street right you need to feel like you're helping in a positive way that's right and they need to feel like it's worthwhile you helping because otherwise it's you just go on swings and roundabouts and it's not going to end in a good way mm. um, that'd so, be my advice like try some smaller groups and try some some more actual conversation um, keep it around life stuff as mm. well because for, for most of it um, and a lot of people that we coach will have the same thing to say it's like yes training is a massive thing but sometimes it's just nice being checked in on. Yeah. How are you today? You've just had a baby. How's it all going? Like those are the conversations that allow you to get things that are on your chest off of your chest. Yeah. You know, you get a little lighter when yeah. it comes to all the things that people carry around. Because someone's thinking about you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Take the time to check in on you. Yeah. It's nice to know someone gives a shit. Yeah. And like I couldn't do that when there's. 10, 15 people on a Zoom call because you mm -hmm. can't go around the table because that's an hour in itself. Yeah. Um, 
It was a two-way street. Yeah, so now what we do for that stuff is on a Sunday, we have one Zoom call at nine in the morning and it's spring coffee and we do like a round table discussion. Yeah. Talk about Netflix we're watching, talk about books we're reading, who's got what going on. And that's like, you leave that coffee catch up and it's like, that's good. That was everyone's doing the thing. Everyone's yeah. going through the same Something thing. There. You know, there's similar struggles, similar positives and all those sorts of things. So, and that's been a great change for me personally. Um, I'm sure some people are missing the Zooms, but yeah. like I said, it just, it was a, a long-term solution that yeah. I had to go down. I think there's a lot of you know coaches that will be listening to this and, and, and members of gyms too that yeah. will um, like to hear that. Yeah. You know, and then you know your advice on how to like pivot and you know look after yourself and yeah. those often you know value like you care to. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for sharing with that. Oh, good. You know, um, on that as well, like with COVID and the whole change of things and. It's a weird time in the world at the moment. Like we're all doing different things. Like we're spending more time at home, more time with the family, more time with ourselves. Like, is there anything that like you've learned about yourself? Is there yeah. anything like you know what other habits are you doing? Yeah. Like new, old, like any changes that you recognise that? Good yeah. question, right? Mm. Everything's changed. Nothing's the yeah. same. It's all changed, which yeah. is like not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. Um, Again, luckily enough, I had this conversation this morning with Maria, mm. um, and it was a great conversation because she was struggling yeah. with like, yeah, like the same thing everyone is. Mm. Um, and I think we both, she was training whilst we were talking and uh, we got to the point where we had a bit of a breakthrough that what's really challenging is like your home, your four walls and like the area you're in, that's now your everything area. Yeah. It's not like, for most people that probably came to our gym, it was like we had three main zones, we'll call them, right? You had the home zone, you had the work zone, and you had the gym zone. And you sort of spend a lot of time in those three zones. Yeah. Now they're all the same zone. Like, your lounge room is probably your, maybe your office as well. Yeah. Um, it's also where you have your lunch, breakfast, and dinner. Yeah. Uh, it might even be where you train. So now you've got a space that's 10, 20 square meters and you live your entire life in that zone. Mm. The challenging part of that is like, your body doesn't recognize the difference in the zone. Like yeah. as an organism, right? When I get in the car and I'm driving to the gym mm. and there's music playing and I'm thinking about, cool, what am I gonna to train today? That's like the signal that I'm going to the gym to train. Yeah. But now, you literally walk five meters out the door, you're in your garage yeah. and it's time to train. It's not, it's, it's a different signal. Yeah, yeah. So your body doesn't have that like, oh, I'm about to train moment. Habit. Yeah, there's no yeah. like uh, response or reaction yeah. or mm -hmm. um, trigger to get your body into training mode if it yeah. was, right? Um, so we sort of had that chat and we were like, yeah, it's really hard to designate those zones. Um, and we came up with the idea of like, using things within your space as triggers yeah whether that's okay cool when i go to train i'm going to get my speaker and i'm going to put it down and i'm going to play this one song Tunes. and that's the tune that gets me into training mode that could be enough right yeah. obviously the first time you do it it's not going to really mean much but if you do it every time you train the body will go oh there's that that song that gets me going to train you do it after a week and then you, you will become 
sort of triggered to train, mm. which is building a new habit. It's yeah. just not getting in the car and driving. Yeah. So that was a good one, a big one for us this morning on trying to designate time and space and build little habit triggers into your life. Into your life, yeah. So, into you, that can, space. so you can go and do it, right? Um, so that was a big one, trying to, trying to still have some habits. Yeah. And maybe it's not as black and white as I always train at this time. Yeah. Which I'm sure you can sort of touch yeah. on. You, I'm sure you'd like to train every day at a certain time, but yeah. have your sort of uh, well, struggles like, with COVID and your new um, time <laughs> arrangements, we'll call them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it has, has um, sort of changed our routine, if you like, having a, a newborn in the house, little baby Vera, mm-hmm. um, which we're delighted having brought into the world. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Even though she does keep us up at like two a.m. in the morning, but that's all right. I'm sure you had that. Yeah, yeah. she's only two weeks old. That's fine. Give it to her. Um, yeah, like in terms of training, like um, I've just been trying to train when I can. Yeah. And and when I go into my training, like um, I have no expectations. Yeah. I just I go into it thinking, right, I'm gonna move. Yeah. Just do. Some moving. Paint the picture. What's your home gym like at the yeah. moment? You, well, you've just gone from four hundred square meter facility. <laughs> yeah. You could do whatever you wanted. Yeah. What are you? What are we dealing with now? Well, my my Yaris, if you like, my Toyota Yaris is now on the street, and my garage is now little gym. This yeah. is good. I've got got a skier, a couple of mats. I've got one really heavy dumbbell, um, a moderate dumbbell, and two like lighter ones, if you like. I've got a box um, and some rings. And I have like a cable sort of machine that is like handmade that I just hang from my pergola and do like lap pull downs and pull ups and stuff yeah. outdoors. And it's probably less than like, I don't know, 10, 15 square meters that I work out in now. Probably three by five, I reckon. So three by right? five, yeah. yeah. Um, I've got a barbell and some plates too as well. Yeah. Um, which, thanks to, to um, Chasing Better Water Supplies, they allow me to use those. Yeah. And they've come in handy for sure. Big um, shout out, Rob. Big shout out to them for sure. Thanks, Rob. Um, so yeah, um, it's still allowed me to do some training, which is good. Cool. Um, but like in terms of like my habit itself and mm. having a set time of doing it, it's just changed. Yeah. I don't see that as such a bad thing, really. Yeah. It's just how you interact with the space. Yeah. I think, like, my mind is like, right. Well, routine is the enemy, really, in a way. Like our body will adapt. Um, more efficiently, mm-hmm. if you like, to training, depending yeah. on what you want to achieve. If we do kind of get it out of the norm a little bit too at the same yeah. time as well, right? Yeah. And that's where like it starts to change. So like, I know you talked about like routine and habit and using the space. And I think that's still really good to try and instill that yeah. um, now yeah. because of the current climate and getting cabin fever and stuff and yeah. that type of thing. But it doesn't, if you miss your training at 10 o'clock when you tried to like plan it, that you were going to get the music on and do that and it didn't happen, like don't be so hard on yourself. Just be like, okay, cool, no worries. Maybe I've got time at 3 p.m. and I'm going to do it then. Perfect. I've got an hour yeah. and I'm going to use that hour as hard as I can. Yeah. Um, or not, it might be stretching. Yeah. Just listen to your body. Yeah. You know, listen to what it needs. Um, and that's kind of how I've been operating the last few weeks. It's like, I can't go into a session with the expectation of absolutely flogging myself. Yeah. You know, and this session's gonna be like 
a high intensity workout where at the end of it I'm going to be on my back. Because yeah, we probably run enough. How many hours sleep? Some nights. Two. Yeah. None. Yeah. Five. Yeah. Depends. Um, you know, it's it's you just got to kind of look after yourself, particularly uh, whether you've got a newborn or not. Yeah, and also <laughs> say that yeah. like, let's say acknowledge that like training's mm. somewhat hit and miss, and mm. you, some days you get a lot in, some days you get not as much. Yeah, one thing too. You can still get better, right? Like yeah. You told me about your pull up the yeah. other day. Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. So like I've still been improving. Like a weakness of mine, um, like it's been like gymnastics. Mm -hmm. So like my handstand push-ups and pull-ups. Yeah. Like a year and a half ago now, I sustained pretty bad shoulder injury. I had a trap yeah. nerve in my shoulder, um, which I lost all the feeling in my left arm, which yeah. was pretty freaking painful and yeah, weird because weird I couldn't feel my left arm. Um, but subsequently, I, I couldn't do a pull-up. Couldn't do. Couldn't even push my hand above my head at one point to be honest with you. Um, but this little sort of time now has allowed me to really work on those weaknesses. Mm -hmm. um, so like handstand push-ups coming back, like strict handstand push-ups. To be honest, even like pressing a dumbbell above my head feels a lot better now. Yeah. The simplest stuff like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, just doing this, the small things often. Yeah. Again, with no expectation, just doing the thing. Yeah, almost like know. the concept of like doing yeah. lots of little micro workouts. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. 20 minutes, bang. Like, I've got 20 minutes, like, whilst Mira's asleep and Bex is having a nap, I'm going to go outside, put some tunes on, yeah. and I'll do, like, I don't know, five rounds yeah. of, like, 10 strict pull-ups on the rings that I sort of put my pagoda, yeah. and I'll go in and do some, like, dumbbell presses, and then that is it. Perfect. That's it. And I found that just committing to that and building the strength in my shoulders, like, I'm now can recruit a lot better through those muscles and yeah. like I can do pull-ups a lot easier. Like yeah, you I did, did 30 strict. Well, I did, um, it's not amazing or anything like that, but like I couldn't do a pull-up, remember yeah. 18 months ago, and I went to um, Athlete X Atterdale, which is where Elijah is. Yeah. Shout out to Elijah, the, the, tuz, the, the tuz man. Um, and yeah, I did like a, a weighted pull-up, like 28 kilo weighted pull-up, which is, like awesome just from doing the small things yeah. often um and i just found i've had some improvement there too that's it so no. if like you are struggling with your training like a bit of advice i would give you is like um you know don't be too hard on yourself that you're out of routine and if you're struggling to find a routine like it doesn't really matter like if you've got 20 minutes yeah um you can still be doing something that pushes you towards your goals and pushes you towards the things you want to achieve the yeah. small things done often, you know, equal the bigger things. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And you will get there. Because um, there are a lot of mm. people out there that are struggling for motivation mm. and finding the time. Most people probably have more time. Yeah. But motivation and when do I train and all yeah. that sort of stuff is is a struggle for people. Yeah. So that's a good tip on just, just get in there and get started. Just, yeah, like don't go in with the expectation of like, oh, I'm going to just go and do a one rep max snatch. Yeah. And then like get really disheartened when you don't get anywhere near yeah. snatch. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, it's a different circumstances going on at the yeah. moment. Like go in, do the movement, and it is what it is. Like yeah. it could be stretching. Yeah. It could be sitting there meditating. Yeah. It could be bench pressing or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It all counts. Absolutely. Um, so I think like from a training perspective, like I've taken a lot away from it. Being actually being able to focus on my weaknesses properly. Yeah. You know, and I think um, just not always trying to 
have that expectation of where you want to get what you want to get out of a workout before you've even done it. Being happy with it, I guess. Yeah, being happy. And having the and being grateful for the opportunity that you've got yeah. stuff to train with. Absolutely. You know, so um, yeah, and I mean, like back to you, Mel. I mean, like, is there anything else that you've like in terms of your habits and stuff, or things that you've learned about yourself, or what have you been working on? Working, working on this, like, yeah, it's a good question. At the moment, like, I've been trying to work on myself really, Mm. um, and that's been big for me of the last two weeks um, because I do have more time. Yeah, I have coaching most mornings, but throughout the day and in the afternoons, I'm I'm not really coaching too much, Mm. so I do have more time. I've been spending a lot more time at the beach going for walks, and um. I uh, listened to the Real Movement Intensive, which yeah, was yeah. like 40 hours of live um, Zoom calls and mm. um, presentations and walked about 40 Ks in two days, which was fun, or three days or four days, um, which was good. And that sort of, that put me in a much better frame of mind, if I'm being honest. I was I was like a bit flat um, over a couple of weeks there, like probably two weeks I was feeling a bit down. Um, bit unsure about the gym and mm. what was going to happen um, and then I just started walking I don't know why but I yeah. was like I need to go for a walk like Forrest Gump pretty much yeah, I right like really. I just felt like going for a walk <laughs> so I literally I was at home and said to Caitlin like I'm going to walk and she said oh where are you going I said I don't really know yet and I just set off and yeah before you knew I'd walk from Kubel up to like Cottesloe and I was, I had no idea where the time went and I was yeah. just walking. Um, but that moving, that going again, that, that getting outside set me on a path of like thinking. I had four hours of walking, I was thinking a lot about what's going on. Um, I started writing, I'm big for writing, um, have been for a while, but I often get sidetracked and stop and I don't, I don't feel better for not writing. So mm. I was get back into writing. Um, yeah, so I think for the moment it's trying to figure out what I want for my life, mm. um, and it's been good to be honest. Like mm. the last two weeks or week and a half have have been refreshing. Uh, the first week of this all happening, I was I think I was ready to go back to mining. To be honest, I was like, I this it's, is yeah, have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm done. I'm, this is it. The gym's fucked. I can't go into the gym. I've spent four years of my life what the hell, I'll just go and get a normal job again, blah, blah, blah. And I was really down on myself. Um, and I started looking for like my old um, crane tickets and all this stuff, like I was going for it. And then I was like, Caitlin, like, luckily sat me down and said like, you don't need to do this. Like the gym's actually mm. fine. Like yeah, the vast majority of our members, they're still members and they're mm. still training and doing their thing. and. I'd just been basically rocked by the whole thing and was like, um, I need to run away. I was like, I need to get away. I need to get away from this. This isn't where I want to be. This isn't what I want for myself. Um, I let, I sort of sat there for two weeks, really. I sat there for two weeks of being pretty disheartened and pretty um, down on myself. And I was beating myself up a bit, thinking like, oh, this is my fault. And then I did the Zoom thing where I stopped the Zooms and... So that led me on the path again, where I was like, oh, I'm not good enough. This mm. isn't, a, I'm not being a good 
business owner, coach, and helping people not not enough, and and I was beating myself up again. Um, and then I turned it the other way and said, well, why am I doing this? Like, it's the last thing I want to do is go and get a job where I don't see my fiance at all for four weeks. And yeah. so I just started walking. Like, I didn't yeah. know what I was doing. I just went for a walk and Probably quite purgative for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I was connected to myself. Yeah. And yeah. even like, because I was still training, but I wasn't like training that hard. I didn't have much equipment at home. So I was still training, but I was very disconnected to my training. Mm. Um, so the walking was a way for me to like connect to my body a bit more. Because yeah. I was very like simple, right? I'm just going to go for a walk and. There's probably a lot of people that have started running again and all that sort of stuff because it's simple. You just put the shoes on, you get outside and you do the thing. Um, so for me, the simplicity of just going for a walk for four hours mm. led me to internalise what was going on a bit. Why am I doing this? And I've spoken about it before, like the, uh, the pattern of running away was one that I did a lot as a early 20s, late teens. Uh, and it's still there, clearly. Like I, I, I went, I went to do it, um, and who knows? Had I had another few weeks of feeling down on myself, like I may have done it. Um, I'm bloody glad I didn't. Um, so it's not like that. That pattern of my life of running away is gone. I'm just more self-aware now that it's coming. Like I can feel it coming. It's like it's like a tsunami of feeling, like mm-hmm. an emotion coming over me that I need to get out of the area, like physical area as well as like emotional area yeah. and get away. Um, and my thing used to be like literally run away. So I would either move countries or move house or break up with a partner or Just whatever it was stick, yeah. um, to get a fresh start. And that was my thing. Um, and now I've realized that sitting in the discomfort is actually, it's okay. It's like part it's, it. it's part of it. Like, I'm allowed to feel like shit. I'm allowed to uh, not enjoy doing Zoom calls and make, you know, like there's no feelings that I have that aren't Mm. okay. Mm. Um, And being okay with that was a big uh, realisation for me. Because, yeah, I was in a bit of a shit spot, but now I'm confident, happy that the gym's in a good place and our members are being looked after. Um, And us moving forward, trying to continue to do that, obviously, Mm. for our people... Um, in as best way we, at that we can, yeah. um, so that they are healthy, happy, and looked after. Um, it's um, yeah, it's been a big realization. I think that's awesome, though. I really do, because when I first met you, like that was one of the things that you struggled with was like yeah that almost like self sabotage in a way yeah kind of like you know wanting to run away from it and even like ostracizing. Yeah. A little bit. And like, I recognise it in you and you talked to me about it in the past. Yeah. Like we've known each other for a while now. And mm. Well done, man. Like, yeah. like it's an amazing, like the power of thinking. Yeah. And like just being with yourself. It's often probably the hardest thing to do. Yeah. And like... Especially with the current noise, right? Yeah, the current noise is like the COVID and the gym and everything that you've worked for, for that amount of time like there's going to be alarm bells there's going to yeah. be like this or oh shit we're, we're fucked yeah type of thing 
Now what do I do? Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I thought, like, what am I gonna do? Like, what if the gym Close. discontinues and yeah. closes and like, you know, we work so freaking hard, like mm. moved from Broome, you yeah. know, settled in Perth, opened a gym with you and like okay, had man. a baby and like, okay, it's about to be just completely taken away. Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, right, what am I gonna do? I was like catastrophizing in a way. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Um but just spending that time with yourself and going like, hang on a second, like, I'm doing good, I've got some great people around me, the community yeah. are supporting us, and like, I think, absolutely, like, I think, if I can vouch for both of us, like, yeah. I've been absolutely blown away with the support that we've had, mm-hmm. like, from people dropping off meals at our house, yeah. like, I know I've had, like, nappies and stuff dropped off at my house, and yeah. like, Boxes um, of beers. Boxes of beers for yourselves yeah. and like, you know, and pizza yeah. and that type of thing. Like a shout out to, to everybody. Yeah. Like everyone that the, the Athlete X family. Yeah. Um we have built on people like you. And like our gym wouldn't exist. No. If way. it wasn't for the people that are in it. Yeah. Like we wouldn't be able to be doing what we're doing right now if it wasn't for the people that come and see us every single day. And that's the big takeaway for me, is yeah. that like because I thought I was letting everyone down. You know, like the gym's yeah. closed and I was like, oh, that's it. We're done. Mm. This is it. That's all it was. But the the thing that got us back was me being open enough to pull away from the thing that was hurting me. Yeah. And then the next thing was our people saying that it was okay. Yeah. Like acknowledging that, like, it took effort for me to say that. Yeah. And to say, like, we're here for you. So like what I thought I had to do, which was look after everyone in a certain way, it's gone full circle and they're looking after us. They're looking after us and us allowing us to reopen whenever that is, um, which has been like humbling, massively humbling and grateful is a massive thing for me at the moment. I think going back to like the writing like that's what thing one thing I've been writing about a lot yeah is like what have I got and what is around me right now and yeah. what am I grateful for yeah and it went like previously like maybe I don't know six months ago it went from being like I am grateful for yeah the beach yeah. or I am grateful for the food on the table and yeah. the roof over my head but like now it used to it used to be like three things now it's like freaking 10 or 20 yeah. things because like I'm absolutely overwhelmed with the amount of support that we've got from a business perspective and the, the athletics family around us is just huge yeah, incredible and it just like a bit of realization as to like what our community and what our gym is actually built on yeah that's and it's like it's probably a good massive. way to sort of finish as well is yeah. to say like massive gratitude to every single yeah, person huge, right huge. Um, i'm confident that no matter how long this takes we'll come back a bigger, this. better gym. Yeah. With bigger, better, stronger people that are even more amazing to be around. Um, yeah, I'm excited now for the future versus before four weeks ago. I, was, mm. I thought it was all over. Whereas now it's like. Well, this, yeah. yeah. Well, this time's like allowed probably both of us to like shed some skin and get yeah. to know ourselves yeah. and reconnect with ourselves and our family and yeah. the Athlete X crew. Yeah. And, actually realize what we got huge it's massive and yeah we love you guys yeah thank you to everybody um from the team yeah and their families and their friends as well for looking after each other
And if anybody's struggling out there, like, feel free to reach out. Yeah. Like to myself, to Mel, like anything. Yeah. Just to chat, just to say hi, whatever it might be. Whether you're a PT, yeah. do you know, or just someone that does Doesn't whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to message us because yeah. we love talking to people. Yeah. That's what this gym's built on. So yeah, if you if you're struggling at all, shout out, and uh, we'll do our best to help you. Bunch of legends. We are going to be um, holding these podcasts, the Good Blood Method podcast, every week. We're going to get this out to you. It'll be general chats, like how we've been going with things, like yep. what's been happening, what we've been working on. Um, if you guys have got any questions, shoot them over to us and we can answer them in the podcast. Yeah, any topics um, you want us to cover? Topics you want us to cover, then just, um, yeah, let us know. We're happy to talk about them. Yep. Um, apologies for not having it um, come to you, you know, a bit sooner. More but we've got a lot more well. frequently yeah. too. Like we've had a fair bit going on and we've kind of been figuring out like what the Good Blood Method podcast is. Yeah. And I actually think now we've got more of a, a better idea as to Definitely. how we can use this right now, particularly in this yeah. climate and, and moving forward. So shoot those questions forward. Happy to talk about them. Um, yeah, connect with us, reach out. And um, yeah, uh, next episode will be up next week sometime. Yeah. Big yeah. love. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. I don't know. I fucking hope these are still filming. Yours is. Good. This one is.